You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Peer Pleasure with Dewey Halbus on Equal Vision Records and Sound Talent Media. I am Dewey, your host with the most, bringing you more great content week after week. This week, episode 302 with Ryan Osterman from Holy Fawn. This band is incredible. I've wanted to have them on the show for a long time. I totally messed up the show that I missed them at uh entirely in the episode it was super embarrassing because i in my mind thought it was a completely different tour it was with thrice uh but the the tour they were on was with drug church and thrice the one i was thinking of was the one the visu uh anniversary tour anyways that's all in the episode you'll hear it it's it's hilarious the completely wrong tour anyways this band's incredible uh their new album dimensional bleed is incredible as well. Um, I, I was super stoked to be able to do this once that album came out uh, because I wanted everyone to be able to hear it and uh, and hear what these guys do. They've been around a while and uh, it, just an awesome, awesome group of dudes. And Ryan was rad and I had a great time talking with him. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, a lot of things as we do on this show. I'm not going to foreshadow it all for you. I know I have a habit of doing that at times, uh, but anyways, I'm going to spare you on this one. Um, thank you guys for the huge response to episode 300 with Justin from Tool, uh, the outpouring of support and just love from the Tool community, uh, as well as the Empty Void community. And uh, I just have never, <clears throat> excuse me, I've never 
seen a band with a following of such dedicated people. And it was interesting being brought into that through that episode. Uh, Tool shared it on socials. I'm sure a lot of you here are, are listening, uh, maybe hanging around for a bit. Um, but Tool shared it on socials for millions of people, which was insane. And uh, the amount of people that came over and started following the show and listening to the show was also insane. Um, but just seeing the fan base that's that rabid, it's just absolutely uh, incredible. Um, I've been a Tool fan for a long time, but the 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 lengths that people go to find out information and to keep up on a band like that is just really, really something special. Um, so thank you guys. If you're from that group, thank you for coming over and hanging out. Um, but hopefully you guys that have been listening every week enjoyed that episode. Uh, I hope you guys also enjoyed the best of episode we released right after that. There's going to be more of those coming. Uh, I had a great response, so we'll definitely do more. But uh, and, and excuse my voice a little bit. I had to cancel a couple episodes on Thursday due to uh, I had a really bad cold <clears throat> and my voice completely was gone. I had nothing. Um, and so we're going to reschedule those those shows. But uh, I definitely felt bad. I don't I hate doing that. But I literally could not speak. And today is not great, but I wanted to get this episode out. So we're going to push through it. Um, so let's get some business out of the way and we'll jump right in. PeerPleasurePodcast.com is the website. PeerPleasurePod at gmail.com is the email if you want to get in touch with me. Uh, we have the Peer Pleasure Podcast Facebook group, the Peer Pleasure Podcast Inner Circle, as well as the premium service, Peer Pleasure Podcast, or excuse me, PeerPleasure.SupportingCast.FM. Uh, if you want to jump in and support the show uh, financially, you get access to the videos of the episodes, you get access to the ad free feed as well as the past cast. All right, guys, let's jump into this episode with Ryan Osterman from Holy Fawn. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks. Can you thanks hear me? for uh, thanks for having me on here. Of course. Do you want to do video or no video? We're not recording it, but uh, well, we're recording the video. Excuse me. We're recording the Zoom session. It's like a backup audio. Uh, okay. But we can do camera on or off, whichever you'd prefer. It doesn't matter either uh, way. 
I'm going to do a uh, camera off because I only got to sleep for a, like a very short amount of hours last night. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little scrubby. Um, right so that's cool. I'll turn <laughs> mine off too. So it's not super weird. <laughs> no, that's all good, man. No, it's all good. <laughs> like a cam show. Just yep, hello. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, well, thank you for, thank you for doing it for the first, the, yeah. the first off. Um, I really like your band and, and, uh, I, I feel I, I said this to, uh, uh, Marshall from, from, uh, Teenage Wrist when I had oh, him right. on because I feel like an idiot because, uh, you guys were on the Visu tour. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're, uh yeah well it, the the reason i feel like an idiot is because <clears throat> thrice always brings out awesome bands and they've been friends of mine for a very long time and i don't see them super often so i ended up chatting with ed down on the couch at the roseland in portland through your set and teenagerist set instead of watching them uh then come to find out your band is amazing and i totally missed an opportunity to see you guys um same with teenage wrist and i was just like shit man like the one time i decided to just hang out and and chat with an old friend through through all of this i miss a great band and i think were you guys touring in a minivan on that tour uh for the thrice tour we actually had our like proper van okay because i couldn't remember which band some band showed up in like a i, I swear it was a minivan uh um, so we were we weren't on the tour with uh, Teenage Wrist. Uh, we were on the tour with them and uh, Drug Church. Um, but uh, it, but it was. I, I feel so bad. And I know it's just because I slept for like nothing last night. I'm like blinking on the uh, the uh, out, like album cycle that we toured on, and I feel so embarrassed oh, about shit. that. That I missed that. Okay, so I'm totally confused here. No, so, I don't know yeah, why we, I put those two tours together, but I was at both and I, I did the same thing. Met up with Ed. No, it's, we had it's dinner. Dude. Okay. I blended those shows together. <laughs> okay. No, we're, we're good. We're good. I, I yeah. We're good. So it happened twice. And yeah. Uh, oh my God. I, but I, I feel like an idiot because uh, you guys are rad and I, I yeah. missed it. And uh, now I'm like working my way backwards and, and, uh, into, into, uh, what you guys do. And it's, it's, I love that part of it, but I just Thank wish so I saw it then. No, <laughs> no, such I a mean, good venue. I think that, I mean, you know, I think everyone's kind of been in that situation. Like, I mean, certainly myself included where I'm like, um, might have like gone to a show like my friend was like their band was playing and you know i hadn't seen them in forever and then like end up like catching maybe like the very last song of one of like the supporting bands and i'm just like oh my god i'm such a goon for missing this because <laughs> it sounds so rad or coming back home be like oh, i should have checked out the other stuff put it on spotify on my drive home and i'm like oh man such a such a bummer to do that so i've been in that same boat too but hopefully we'll get you out to one of the shows and we can uh, we can rectify that and hang out and stuff yeah i look forward to it i look forward to it and and i just love the the there's just like an imagery that you guys portray through what you're doing i i always just have these visuals in my head when i listen or 
like it, it evokes these feelings. Like it's just more, it's more of like a vibe and it's just really, I love stuff like that more and more. And, uh, I really appreciate that about what you do. And, and I was watching, uh, what was the video? Death is death is a relief. Yeah. And that video broke my heart. <laughs> like it was like, <laughs> Uh, I was just watching it. I was just like, oh my God, I felt so much watching that. And, and just like the, the imagery in it and the, the, I mean, it was just brutal at points. And then like, it's that, okay. So I don't know what it is. And once you have kids, I think it, it changes your emotional threshold to where, yeah. what you can handle. And there, yeah. there, there's like a video, there's a video uh, Circa Survive has, like uh, the Hex video. I forget what it's the song's called. But it's like this this like church in a field and they're like preaching. It's like there will be blood style. Um, and then like the mom, I think, gives the kid or gives the kid poison. Uh, yeah. And I lose it when I watch yeah. that video. And it's the same feeling I, I got. Think it's, well, I mean, I'm absolutely flattered uh beyond words to, to hear you say that um uh and 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 circling back um on uh on that feeling i think that's it's it's interesting you say that too just i feel um now that i'm like you know like getting older and in years and everything like that i'm just like i remember being like a teenager like early 20s being able to like kind of like handle anything and now like i'll just like watch like like a you know some slightly emotional film and just like fighting back tears and stuff like that i'm just like i don't know maybe like it just feels more it, i feel like i can connect to that kind of stuff more or or what it is but like i i, I know what you mean though where it's like you randomly and suddenly seemingly have access to all these um these like emotions that kind of like that are dwelling inside of you so um yeah you know, i feel like, um but yeah thanks so much for saying that um so we have typically worked with like a friends um we usually worked with um uh like our friend matt for a first handful of videos um we usually get together and um um alexander our bassist and i um kind of like try to like chat about like how we want this story to be told because generally speaking i feel like we're um like more fans of doing kind of like short films in like the videos rather than hmm. like a performance based video. Um, just cause it feels like we get to like, kind of like expand that creativity, like with the song, with something visual. And so we kept, we, we wanted, we shot one video, which was the video for arrows um, from death spells. And then we kind of had another idea. How do you further expand on that? And we wanted to kind of create like the sequel video companion for that which ended up being dragging me into the woods and then we kind of kept going and um death is a relief uh we did that video and i think that's kind of like the culmination of a lot of the the video coming together so it's it's been a lot of fun but for death is a relief alex our, our bassist he literally like wrote and directed the entire thing i was just like just his kind of like um venture into that and we filmed it with our friend pj and a really small crew mm -hmm. and uh yeah so it's it's been fun it's it's something we really like to do i hope we can do more of that going forward in the future so wow so so he wrote the treatment and everything like all of yeah. it yeah he wrote 
he wrote literally everything. He he was there when we were filming it. He's he's actually in the video. There's a an extra character kind of like in the background with a, this creepy kind of like like featureless mask, other than just kind of like these like eye sockets. And that's actually uh, Alexander back there. <laughs> Dude, okay, because this this video is is uh, it's just so I don't know what it is. It's just, there's little things in there, like little tiny things, like right at the. I'm not going to spoil anything, I guess, but like right at the end, like she's going through this like traumatic, like shutting down her body, shutting down. She drank yeah. that poison, and the the wrapped up body next to her, which is that. Okay, so I want to I want I want to get into this too because this I'm thinking of this as we're talking, but uh, she she kind of smiles at the end, like right at the end before it cuts out. There's like this little grin, like we have this. Like if you watch the like all the other music videos we had with like maybe the exception of like uh, Darkstone and everything like that. Um, so it's it's like they're all interconnected. So like we like we try to make them so it's like oh this is cool to watch and everything, but you don't need to necessarily like have seen the other ones to maybe understand or something. Mm -hmm. But it's actually really it's really fun to like see like in our Discord or in like the comment sections people connecting the dots on their own without us saying anything. Mm -hmm. um, like that like makes my heart explode because I'm just like oh we worked so hard to like you know, create this like kind of like universe within these music videos and, and everything and tell this kind of like creepy, emotional, slightly morbid kind of story, you know? So like yeah. one of the other actors is, or one of the other actors from one of the videos is actually who's in that body rap, basically that who's the, who's the character in that death is a relief video. So it's kind of cool. I, I remember um i try to avoid like comment sections and stuff like that especially on youtube because it's usually like <laughs> barbaric and yeah but i think i you know like for whatever reason went down like in the comment section which uh in in for death as a relief because i was like it's been some odd weeks since we released this like well, i kind of want to see what people are saying about it and it was really cool to see people kind of like making some connections to the other videos and stuff too and uh yeah but yeah i think i think alex really knocked it out of the park with that with uh pj and the rest of the crew for that video it was when it came back i was like i was surprised it was done during the daytime because in my mind i kind of saw it at a different time of day but mm -hmm. i was like of pleasantly surprised with that i was like wow that gives like a very different vibe from almost every other video we've ever done you know so mm -hmm. yeah it helps it helps uh perpetuate the vibe of the of the music for sure and, and because it takes the focus off the performance like you're saying and and puts it into something that you can just follow the story along and it's just oh my god it's so heavy and <laughs> and uh I just so in my mind, what I was thinking is that the body in the because I've not seen the other videos, so which I will absolutely rectify after this. Um, <laughs> I've just been playing the music on Spotify and 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 uh, I've watched a bunch of like live videos and stuff uh, yeah. that I really enjoy because I mean, there's so much good content out there on you guys and and um. But what I was thinking is the the body that she's dragging and in, in that's wrapped up in the bags and and ropes is her own body, in that she's setting there. And this is like 
this is weird, but with dimensional bleed, like the when I think of that name, I think of alternate dimensions bleeding together. Where like deja vu, like I feel like deja vu is almost dipping your toe into existing somewhere else and doing the same thing. Um, yeah. So what I was thinking is that was her already gone, but at a, so she's dragging like all this weight and sets it next next to herself and then drinks the poison death comes over and touches her you know and and she kind of smiles and it's over that's that's freaking amazing so we do try to leave these videos like like in in our minds like we have like kind of like a story we, we've told but mm -hmm. we we're not we're not like telling people what the story is necessarily like we've we've allowed some points to interconnect and everything but we still wanted to keep it very open-ended um at least open-ended enough for people to have their own interpretations of whatever it is. And that is like by far one of the coolest interpretations for that video. Um, I'm going to have to relay that to the guys. Cause I feel like Alex oh, just, <laughs> out of that, he'll be like, Oh my God, that's so freaking cool. Like, so, and like, and that's, I think that's like a big part of, of this band too. I mean, like we, we want it to be, something i mean like our our goal with this is just to make it be a community that kind of like extends like it's not just the four of us you know it is anyone that cares about this music and feels connected to this music and stuff and so having like multiple interpretations and allowing people to find their own meanings to the music the videos the lore whatever it is um is so freaking special um so I love that. I mean, like, that's it's like a big reason why a lot of times people be like, oh, like, you know, what are the lyrics for this song? And I'm be like, I'm, you know, happy to relay that or put that in our, you know, physical releases and stuff like that. Or and, and, and sometimes we do like lyric books mm -hmm. um, as just like kind of like cool, collectible kind of things. Um, but whenever someone's like, oh, what did you mean by this? And I'm just like, look, like, um, they, it means something to me, but it's like a very abstract kind of like content where it kind of comes from like a lot of different angles. And I don't think I could do a good enough job explaining that to you. And I, and I personally enjoy making this music. We, we enjoy making this music for you to find your own connection with it, you know? And, mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's cool to be able to do that with, with like the, the music videos too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's just like an all encompassing thing. Like, little stuff like and and i think about these things but like little stuff like like fawn right like i grew up in a religious household a mormon household so uh, you know the word holy means all kinds of things to me that are triggering but um there holy is is somewhat of a of a word that is viewed in a like special and positive vibe um, yeah you know something's holy it's pure it's uh you know when you think of it is like like water or um you know things that are clear things that are you, you know it evokes that and then the word fawn i haven't heard that word spoken or read it since like a child reading bambi like it's not a word that and, you know and i work construction i'm not a touring musician anymore I work construction so i work around a lot of hunters and no mm -hmm. one ever uses that word because you're not hunting yeah. that right so you hear I haven't heard that word in a very long time. So when that was the band name and like immediately I was drawn to it because it, it is such a vulnerable name 
and <clears throat> you know it, because of the 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 youth of fawn and then holy <clears throat> i really i was drawn to that because the way the music hits is so different than that but it's so like the the vulnerability and vulnerability has been something that has literally been on the subject of this show for literally three days now in a row <laughs> but, it's it's good i mean it's good to talk about it I feel like vulnerability is something that's i don't know not not always but sometimes seen as somewhat like seen as like a soft quality or maybe like a weaker quality but i think mm-hmm. it's something that is the thing that connects us to ourselves and other people and everything and it, that's i mean that it's a it's a real special quality to to possess and observe and uh and recognize and everything so that's good that it's on your show <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a, a a stronger i feel a much stronger uh way to live and to be than you know the tough guy mentality or the you know yeah the, absolutely the, and you get more from it you're receptive to things and and uh but th- but right off the bat like that when i when i saw the name on the poster like i was drawn to it immediately like what is this yeah. And well, thank you. And that's, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I feel like when you're choosing a band name, like these days or whatever, it's just like, ah, oh, like I want to make something meaningful, but like, I don't want to be like, so like, like long winded or too mm-hmm. short or just a random combination of words. And not to mention almost every band name you could possibly think of in this day and age is probably taken because anyone <laughs> with a MacBook and GarageBand can write pretty cool music, you know. Um, I think that, like, we 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 tossed around so many different names. Like the way the band started was kind of like the, like, dissolving of a previous kind of like solo project I was in. I had friends that played in it with me. It was like it, it sounded kind of like if Holy Fawn was like more acoustic and like chamberful, um, but kind of dissolved a little bit and I, I wrote and recorded the first ep realms um just like in my apartment because i you know I, I was going through this like weird thing where like i hadn't wrote a song in like almost honestly almost a year i think it was like 10 or 11 months and i was starting to feel like just like a hack you know i saw all my friends in successful bands and even friends that were just kind of like in like the local like kind of like hype uh area were just like you know pumping out like a song every other day like i had i had one roommate and i swear he could write easily like 10 songs in a week if he wanted to you know so i felt so discouraged um and i remember i just i sat down and i hadn't had an electric guitar in, in years and i ended up being able to get one um and i remember sitting down with like a very small amount of pedals and i was just like i need i need to do something i need to press record and i need to just see what's happening. And that's kind of how, um, realms came to be. Um, and I was working with, um, at the time, like, um, me, Evan and Alex, our guitarist and our bassist were all working together and they were just like, we, they liked, um, similar music and everything. Um, and they're always like, Hey, like we should all get together and jam. And I'm like, dude, I kind of like have found out that I just like work better by myself. And I appreciate that. But like, can't or like i just i don't feel right about doing it especially since like the other band kind of like dissolved um and they eventually got me to like come over and we all just kind of improvised for like we set up some i think we set up like three or four microphones and we just 
improvised with um, Evan, uh, his 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 roommate at the time, Austin, who was our drummer. Um, we set up mics and uh, we just improvised for like three or four hours and recorded everything, and it went super well. Um, and I, I and eventually ended up being like a weekly thing. And I showed him like the EP that I had recorded, and they're like, "Yo, if you want to like play these." songs uh we can learn them with you and so we did it went well and we're like oh we need a band name now but we like went through so many um different things that just didn't feel right or whatever and i can't even remember how how exactly we ended up on holy fawn um i think i just i I know i wanted something that was going to represent like the like the sacredness of nature that was like my thing uh that i was just like a this, I want this to be an important part of the name just because it's in a lot of the like music and the, in the feel or in the lyrics. Um, but that's kind of how it came to be. Interesting. This is, this is really interesting because uh, that's what I, that's what I gather from the name. Like there's the, the, it's got the nature element, but also of course the Holy is, is blatantly in takes it into that next realm. But, um, and then, the improv part of it where you you would just be jamming together like and then playing like the, just how it organically came together you know like it just kind of flowed into itself it wasn't it, planned it really, i like <laughs> it really did i mean i i i feel like i i think anytime i've ever successfully made music with other people that i stuck with and enjoyed and enjoyed doing long-term it's always been something that like actually happened organically anytime I was just like you and me we like similar things and we do cool stuff we should start a project has always been like well this logic session is going to rot on my computer for the rest of my life now <laughs> and nothing ever really comes to fruition with it but yeah I feel I feel really thankful for those guys for getting me out of my shells like this this band would not have existed without them being like come on like let's all let's all hang out together and everything because i'm yeah. such a i feel like i'm such like a homebody <laughs> and now you're in a touring band <laughs> yeah <laughs> well like now in my ideal situation is to be on the road all the time you know so yeah but it's interesting how it came together but yeah it's it's it is really special it's it's something that you know, this project is this band is very special to us and especially how it it came to be you know and, and there's sometimes we'll get back from tour and be like, hi, I don't want to see you. And I don't want to talk to you for like a month. So like everyone just respect that. And, you know, we do. And sometimes it'll go over. I mean, we'll still talk to each other, you know, but like uh, some, like, I think after the the tour with deaf heaven, we were just on, um, we we're, uh, without a practice space. Cause ours shut down during the pandemic. Um, and so it was weird. And we finally got one. We finally landed one at the space we'd been trying to get for like half a year. Um, and uh, like, I think day one, we were just kind of just improvising and it just felt so good to, to kind of do that. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's different every single time. I never really know what's going to come out of it, but I feel like we all just kind of like read each other pretty well, you know? Um, and yeah, but it's always kind of been that way. Even even on even on day one, I I knew that it was something special getting to work with everyone that's in this band. Dude, how how long did how long did it take for things to start working as far as getting tours and getting? I mean, you guys have been on some rad tours and touring with Dev Heaven is another band that really understands 
who they are and and curates a curates a vibe much like you guys do where you i mean everything online everything it all follows uh, a similar you know it all it all makes sense it's nothing's kind of out of bounds where it's like what was that you know it's it all has this flow and this continuity uh that same with deaf heaven like they just really know who they are even when they branch out like this new record they did was was incredible but i was so surprised with that new record too because um like they had you know um what like a ordinary corrupt human love um and so that was a huge brand that was a huge deviation from a lot of the stuff that they had done and then that came out and then they released black brick which is like one of my favorites um deaf heaven songs because it is like arguably the most like black metal one that they've put out probably since like roads to judah um and uh so i was under the impression that like it was like oh they did kind of like a more mellow melodic album then they released this so i I thought that um like the newest one was just going to be like heavier than hell and they threw everyone such a huge curveball by putting out like i'd almost want to like call it like 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 kind of like shoegazy uh yeah from for, for all intents and purposes you know i mean they still had um you know george like screaming and stuff like that on like mombasa and everything but um i was like holy shit like i didn't even know also sorry i'm am i allowed to cuss on this show of course I, okay it's the internet so, yeah. bro <laughs> <laughs> all right you can do whatever um, you want <laughs> no rules but i was just like holy i was like wow i was so blown away that like george had such like a awesome singing voice for like this style and i think he he did some singing for ordinary corrupt human love too um but hearing it big picture and especially seeing it live i'm just like absolutely just blown away um i feel so grateful that we have been able to hop on these awesome tours with you know people like Steph and thrice like old brother you know covet all these guys are just really really talented musicians and um uh, but yeah like i it's it's really strange for us because i mean we kind of officially i don't know if we like officially officially like formed in 2016 i think maybe 2015 it was it was shortly after like realms was like the first ep was released because we were like oh yeah we have a band name like this is like an actual thing now but we were playing house shows and um doing like very diy tours um mm-hmm. with local friends and and stuff like that um but uh we so you know we we came home from tour and i'd been kind of like demoing songs for um like what would eventually become well, death spells and you know we practice them and everything like that and kind of figure out how to What's going on, guys? This is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, DistroKid. DistroKid distributes your music across all online platforms. They are an amazing company. I've enjoyed working with them the last few weeks, and they're going to be with us for a while, and I really, really appreciate that. I love working with great companies, and DistroKid is one of them. Uh, They have an awesome thing they're doing right now called Splits. Now, if you're working as most people are online, doing collaborations with people from all over the country, all over the world, as easy as that is with the internet, uh, you want to get those people paid when you put that music online. And splits can do that. You can add an unlimited amount of collaborators to any track. You can change the splits at any time. You can add or remove collaborators at any time. You can see previous splits. And all your collaborators are going to have to do is sign up for a DistroKid membership, a DistroKid account, so they can get paid. 
And as always, DistroKid never takes a cut. You and your collaborators get 100% of the earnings in total. A couple other awesome things that they do is they set up an official artist YouTube channel. Uh, you can use Spotify Canvas, Synced Lyrics, promo card to promote your release on social media, a mini video for your socials as well. There's just so many awesome things about using DistroKid. And like I said, I don't advertise things I don't use, haven't signed up for. I have signed up for this. It is a breeze, literally a breeze. And you can get going right away. So definitely check out DistroKid. And I want to give you 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. That is distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for Peer Pleasure Podcast. Once again, that is 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. Distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP. Go check out DistroKid right now. Distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for 30% off. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Mods to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hey you, did you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Hey guys, this is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I wanted to tell you about Premium Pleasure, our premium subscription service that's available now. PeerPleasure.SupportingCast.FM is the website. There's three tiers, Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3. Tier 1 is $5 a month. It gets you the ad-free experience. Tier two gets you access to the Peer Pleasure Passcast. It gets you access to the videos of the interviews. It gets you merch discounts. Tier three is $20 a month. That gets you all of that. It gets you the Passcast, gets you the video footage, discounts on merchandise, and monthly Zoom calls well, with myself and other guests. We're going to have all kinds of stuff in there for you. There's all kinds of stuff in there for you now. There is, uh, I believe, 30 to 40 videos of these interviews. There is uh, multiple episodes of the Passcast. The Passcast is a podcast that I'd started separately that is me and another podcaster or me and a guest uh, discussing a deep dive into their favorite episode of Peer Pleasure. Um, so there's a bunch of those on there. So so-and-so and I would talk about the Chino Moreno episode. So-and-so and I would talk about uh, the Yvette Young episodes. And we would do a deep dive and tell where they came from, how we got the guest, stories of uh, that weren't discussed on the podcast or maybe weren't in there. Um, it's just another glimpse behind the curtain. So that's the big deal with this premium service is giving you a glimpse behind the curtain of how the podcast is made, gives you access to things I'm doing and things that we're doing with the show, um, gives you, you know, ad free stuff. It gives you just all kinds of, of things that we could throw in there to help make it a valuable part of your month. Cause I put everything out there on this show. I put everything I have into this show 
Um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not going to have any left. So I appreciate it. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure. We wanted to flesh everything out and we, so we recorded death spells, um, ourselves too. And, um, cause Evan and Austin like went to school for audio engineering. So like where my recording process is very, it's just been trial and error like with software since I was like probably like 12. <laughs> um, so I kind of have like a like rudimentary understanding of how to like get everything done. Um, and it's just kind of like, figured things out and learned things over the years but those guys have like they're like trained that like they have like degrees for that kind of stuff so um they were like yeah we should record this ourselves i mean we're gonna save a ton of money we don't have to go to a studio we can take as much time as we need um but it's it, it, it we, we recorded it for like almost three years i think um to record everything and um because we would re-record drums be like oh you know, Evan and Austin moved to a new house. The drums sound better here. Like we're going to re-record the entire album over here. Um, and uh, so it took a long time, but by the time we were done and we were like, and Austin mastered everything himself too. Um, we were just like, we've spent so much time with these songs. We don't even like, what if no one gives a shit about this? Like, <laughs> um, I mean, like we're stoked on it, but like, we, we we went in fully expecting everyone to just be like cool dude and then that was kind of it and just kind of just continue to do our like you know once every month or two play a local show um and uh but it was quite the opposite and um we i, I don't know i just feel really fortunate that somehow it got into the hands of people like Riley and Thrice and uh, Randy and Lamb of God and so many other people have like I've been able to interact with now like me and like Anthony Green like shared a couple tweets together and I was just like my younger self would be absolutely like dumbstruck with this you know and I mean and also I mean like not to be like too fanboy over here but like I grew up like trying to learn like anatomy of a ghost, like guitar parts. And no, stuff like you that. did not. Like, no dude, way. I swear, I swear <laughs> to God. So no. Our, man, our manager, Chris, uh, like, like forwarded like an email to me. He was like, yo, would you want to do this podcast with Dewey? You know, he was with, you know, custom your credentials and shit like that. And I was like, absolutely. Like, let's <laughs> go. I at least got to tell this guy how much, like, I love that record. So dude, um, that's but, awesome. You know, yeah. But it's, but it's put me in situations like, like this, where it's just like, this is mind blowing to me. Like never in a million years would I ever think that I would be this fortunate. And I am just truly like humbled and grateful for it. Cause it is like this, this band has just been one of like the coolest opportunities to, for just happiness and like, and fulfillment. Like it's, it's wild to, even saying it out loud, I get like, just like kind of like in my head about it. But, um, but yeah, it's, we, we, I think we got very lucky with, um, the fact that it ended up in those people's hands and they were, they had, they had a platform where they're like, Hey, you know, if you like this, then maybe you'll like this. And, um, it kind of like kind of snowballed a little bit after that. And, um, it's just allowed us for some really cool opportunities and 
our manager, Chris, who's kind of like our almost like fifth bandmate and everything. Um, he's like our, he's, and he helps, he helps us orchestrate pretty much the, everything we do, you know, from discord stuff to, you know, like, like, you know, label details, stuff like uh, just stuff that's just far beyond me, you know? And, um, and you know, it's, it's just been, it's been an amazing experience and I'm just, I don't know, I'm excited to see what happens. We're doing our first headlining tour. Um, we leave in what, like a few weeks or a couple weeks. And it's crazy to think that we have the opportunity to have the headlining tour, you know? So, so wild. It's, it, it, it is, uh, it is utterly wild. Yeah. And there's, there's really no other way to say it than that, you know? Dude, I, you mentioned Randy. How do you guys know Randy? He's become a good I, friend through this show, I, I, which yeah, I never I, imagined happening. But <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, I mean, like it, you know, you chatter with him. I mean, like he's he's just like such a cool guy. He's just an interesting and very supportive guy. I I, I don't know how he heard about it. I don't know if it was due to Riley and Thrice or vice versa. Um, but yeah, inevitably. Um, yeah, caught his attention and everything. And he's shouted us out a ton. I mean, he's he's done like live concerts and everything like that. We're in Holy Fawn shirts. So I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> so um, awesome. <laughs> I've never, never met him, but like I feel like it would be such a such a treat too. Um, but yeah, I remember we were playing um yeah, I think I think he lives in Virginia. I think that's yeah, what it Richmond. was. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. So like I, I used to, I actually used to live there when I was a kid for a couple of years. Um, and when we were, we were playing Richmond for like the f- first time or somewhere near Richmond, maybe it was. And I remember I was like, I was talking to her, to her band and I was like, yo, uh, should I like, should I like message him and be like, yo, you want like a guest, guest list spot or something like that. And like, I'm sure you could probably just walk in on your own as it is, but um they're like yeah go shoot your shot man he already said he liked the album but yeah he, he couldn't make it unfortunately but i'm hoping one one of these days we can at least sh- i just want to shake his hand and just be like dude like you have no idea the <laughs> effect that you've you've done with this band i remember I, yeah it's it's wild but yeah i don't i don't know how we we got introduced maybe it was just happy accident coincidence but mm-hmm. yeah, super super swell guy and just I don't know. I, I, I love that about like people. I like they they have this massive platform. They're using it to just try to help out smaller bands and stuff. And yeah, I, I, always, I try to do that as well if I can. I mean, I know we're not very big necessarily, but um, there's some other bands like that we'll meet um, like when we're touring and stuff and like, Hey, like it'd be really cool if you like listen to our bands and everything. And I'll be like, dude, absolutely. Like send me a link to like my personal one though. Cause that'll be easier for me to like, check out and and if it's something cool like I'll, i will blast that on 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 socials and stuff like that just because i like granted ours isn't as big as someone like thrice or lamb of god but uh if, if we, even we can use our small platform to just help someone else out like i, I think that's the, the right way to be you know it's it keeps people listening to awesome new stuff they might not have heard before you know yeah absolutely yeah. we used to get demos all the time and there was always this joke uh, among touring bands. I don't know if it's the same now. Of course, it's not with digital. But when we were touring, it was CDRs and stuff like that. And and there was yeah. this joke like, uh, did that band get signed to Freeway Freeway Records? And that meant throwing it out the window because it was so terrible. And which is something we never did. But it was always this joke like, should we sign up yeah. to Freeway Records or 
you know, because it and it was it was always it's just doing good fun, but um, yeah, of course, never of course. malicious because we had demos that we go back and listen to. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe anyone gave this the time of day. Um, <laughs> you know, but like guys like yeah. Randy and and stuff where they're always hyping people up and they have there's no ego there. Like they're just real people, salt of the earth. Like, yeah, he may be in a tour bus, you know, playing these huge shows, but he he'll absolutely build people up and and there in richmond is maybe the club you were playing i remember very vividly and i cannot remember the name of this club but it, the back load-in area is like a cobblestone street still and you go inside and there's the stage but then there's like a roundabout up top on the second floor where people can stand around a balcony and look down at the stage and it's in richmond and i don't know if it's still around we played there a bunch know. of times and it was super weird because you'd watch the band. I think we did the last tour I did there was with Fall of Troy and Terramelos. And I remember watching Terramelos from up in that balcony area, but it was open to everybody. So you were yeah. really having people stand over the top of you while you're playing. It was super strange. And I that can't remember. That sounds weirdly familiar, but I feel like, I mean, I think you, you know how it goes where it's just like some venues like it just starts blurring together after a little bit like yeah we were talking we 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 just shot a new uh music video like yesterday actually um and uh we we're at this really really cool location and um evan was like man this looks so much like the the green room and and the big place we played with thrice in philly and it just like totally blanked on me i was just like trying my hardest to remember i mean it finally clicked but um I was just going through so many different iterations in my head. I'm just like, can't remember. Cause that tour is like especially long. Cause I think we were out for like five or six weeks. So it was just like, yeah. What venue saw. was it in Philly? Was it the electric factory or the uni church? I think remember? Factory? it was, it, so the, the green room was huge and open. It was like, uh, like the, the supporting bands kind of like share, I think we shared it with drug church, um, uh -huh. but it's like, stuff everywhere and they had like a phone booth pool table like like carousel horses if i'm remembering correctly like <laughs> it was wild place ever i was just like this is so entertaining um like um but yeah I, I, electric factory does sound familiar i i just i'd have to look at like the like the schedule again to confirm but it was a really cool cool venue man we didn't on, like we, we we never played a bad venue on that tour i mean price is you know, massive you know so philly has so much history i was i was it, like a side note to richmond again where edgar Allan poe uh actually lived in philly briefly and his uh. house that and i found this out because we went and saw sleep at the we were doing a podcast convention over in philly and i went over there uh and we got tickets to sleep and uh doing dope smoker live and and we went to the electric <laughs> so factory cool. saw that show and then i walked back by myself back to the airbnb and i walked past this house and it was raining and like dark and like humid and i see this sign out front which you know it's a historic property and it mm -hmm. was edgar Allan poe's like early home for a few years and it's it's got that status now and that so, so cool. that was super dark <laughs> i just sat on the stairs and just kind of like wallowed in in like darkness and uh, as, as you as you should at that, at that yeah. place 
love Poe. Like my, my mom grew up, like, I grew up with my mom, like reading like Edgar Allan Poe to me as a kid. I don't know if that was like a good idea or not, but it certainly got me fascinated with death and darkness at darkness. a pretty early age. I don't know. I, I think about that sometimes. I'm just like, I wonder if that's like what affected some of my writing, but I was always fascinated by, by all the, all that poetry. It probably did, man. It probably did. And, and, <laughs> such a weird yeah it was just it was tying all these things together in my head of 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 richmond and philly and and all these places and because i haven't toured in a long time i haven't toured since 2007 and uh man things are different um but i imagine i i I mean i i toured a lot when i was not like a lot a lot but like i toured when i was you know in high school and and everything like that i would go out for like a couple weeks or something and Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, you know, granted, I was significantly smaller bands, but just like thinking about how different everything is now, you know, you just throw GPS on your phone and everything like that, and you're good to go pretty <laughs> much. Uh, sure, back then, it was like, dude, you print out MapQuest and you fucking hope for the best, man. Like, yep. like how many times did like those those addresses just lead you to somewhere else, you know? So it's, it is wild. Oh, yeah. You type in one wrong piece of information and it's gone. We, we had the Rand McNally Atlas from Walmart that had all the Walmarts on it. So oh, if you were in okay. a small town and you knew nobody and had nowhere to stay, you could just pull into the Walmart. Oh, yeah. And we called it the Walmart embassy. Campaign. We called it the yeah. embassy because anywhere in the world you had a place you knew, were familiar with. Yeah. As gross yeah. as it is being but, Walmart. But damn, a <laughs> lot of nights spent there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say I'm missing those ones, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I've definitely been there for sure. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's wild. Um, circling randomly back to like Randy Blythe though. Um, I was, I, I was thinking of, I thought about this while you were talking about other things, but I just thought it was a fun fact. So, like yeah. for him just being such a cool dude and everything later, like, just like very, you know, down to earth and everything so um they played uh this amphitheater in in in, uh, in phoenix mesa it was somewhere it was somewhere in arizona obviously but um alex got to go and apparently like randy blade like shouted out like holy fawn on stage or something like that and i was just like (laughs) he sent me a video and i was like this is madness because i had other friends there they're like do you know that like limb of god just like shouted you guys out on stage and stuff and i'm just yeah (laughs) wilds anyway <laughs> adhd brain kicking in right there but <laughs> no dude randy randy is uh uh he's just he's no filter just just goes so he wants to say it, he'll say it do it yeah. do it it's uh it's just that uh yeah yeah something about Pretty him he's cool. just funny um and you you mentioned anthony Green. have you guys toured with anthony green or circa at all no, I mean, I, I absolutely love Circus Survive, but uh, it was just like one of those like joke tweets that was like, yo, like Anthony or like, you know, I think Circa released a new song and we're, I think I like tweeted like, yo, Anthony Green, like, you know, holy fun Circus Survive tour win, you know, and he was just like, sounds cool, man. Like, I don't know if he actually listened or anything like that, I'm but we sure just like, had a couple things back and forth where I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, I can't believe I, you acknowledged me in in general you know like it's it's nuts man like i think i had kind of similar interaction with uh keith buckley and stuff like that too um from like every time i die where it was just yeah. like I cannot, I cannot believe that like you are responding to a damn message right now man like that is just like the coolest thing that you could do right now so 
that's what's different about now is you can just connect with everybody. Like, uh, so you've not, you've not met Anthony green. You don't know each other. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've seen, Oh, you need to know each other. I'll connect you guys. You you guys need to talk because I think, I think you guys would be a great touring partner for his solo stuff or for Circa. But, uh, I figured you guys knew each other already. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, just, just through like kind of like randomly chatting on like Twitter, I think and everything, but yeah, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Circa play a handful of times and you know, it's, always you know absolutely god tier every single time but uh yeah no that would be that'd be absolutely surreal you guys so. need to jump on those uh Seosin shows they're gonna do um Dude, around would, the uh would, would we do any, <laughs> that'd be cool man like yeah i mean i i that was i don't know like i feel like that whole era of music and everything like growing up you know I was just a teenager you know it was so wild you know because this is like when you could still like kind of like you know use like lime wire and stuff like that and randomly find bands you know i feel mm-hmm. like so many of the bands that i like ended up finding that i really liked was just like because i tried to download a different artist and it was someone else because like these bands figured that they they figured out this cool loophole if you upload your music but title it under a different band <laughs> those motherfuckers gonna- <laughs> i'm just like you know, you, you sometimes you're like, oh, I want to download like you know X Y Z, and it's like some totally. It's like fuck this, but like there, I, I I know that there was some time where I think I like tried to download maybe like a Seosin song or something like that, and I think it was like an early demo from like Juturna or something, and I was just like, this is crazy. It's got to be Anthony Green, you know. It's like the iconic voice, you know. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh yeah that that band freaking rules. That that human is one of the best like vocalists to ever walk the earth for sure. I'll I'll connect you guys up. Uh, I think you guys would get along well. Um, the the he's been a good friend for a lot of years since Seosin first started. Like, one one of their first tours, we came back from the East Coast to like to jump on with them and and like add some steam to it and they didn't need us they were already selling out shows but our management's like you guys need to do this we're like absolutely we're gonna do the band's great and uh anyway that's a a whole other story but um be a fly on the wall for those shows man i would have lost it (laughs) dude absolutely absolutely it was it was crazy weird i was like these are the guys that this sound is coming from like i was shocked Anthony had like a bowl cut and like this weird shorts and like, what the fuck is this? And, but it, it all made sense once the music kicked in and then, yeah, we still joke about that haircut cause it was awful. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's, too cool. it's a whole, a whole, um, a whole nother ball game there. But um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I'm curious. Um you know more about i i want to talk about this because that that dimensional bleed that that bleeding of of uh like melding together coalescing of of dimensions do you feel the yeah. same way about deja vu that it feels like there's also i think it's i think it was nietzsche that the um talked about that there's a finite amount of matter and and molecules and and i may be butchering this it's from college but there's a finite amount of of molecules which means that anything that's happened could happen again given the right circumstances because it would regenerate because there's only so much matter that can be created so that thought and this 
fucked that's, my mind up bad because I was like, okay. I, I, I love that. Like, I mean, and also I wouldn't know if you're butchering it because like I like regret to say that I don't do a ton of reading. So I'm just like uncultured swine over here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I like that kind of stuff has just always fascinated me. Um, like, I, I mean, especially deja vu. And like, I, if, if you've experienced it, you know how freaking weird it is. It usually stops you dead in your tracks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I, I like to think that it, you know, means you kind of got a glimpse at something like that happening in just like a parallel timeline or something. I mean, some of this stuff does sound like absolutely like absurd and kind of like maybe silly at times and everything like that. But like, I don't know, man, like I like to, I don't know. It's, it's, it's more in, like makes life more interesting if to believe something like that could be possible, you know? And, um, with dimensional bleed, I mean, like it's, I mean, it, it's, it, it's kind of following along the same principles. It's like, you know, the fact that like something happened in a different timeline, different universe. Um, and somehow that point bled through to the one that we, you, I, or whomever is currently existing and you getting a kind of like a glimpse of something a little bit different. I, it's it just, it, that's so interesting to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I think deja vu was like a perfect example of that. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it, it's just like, Oh, are there other beings or creatures, aliens, ghosts, whatever it is, when you want to call it, you know, that are able to kind of experience this all at once, you know, like, you know, like fourth dimensional kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's always just been so fascinating. And, um, so it's something that found its way into the kind of uh, the the newer album and everything lyrically yeah. and, and and musically and everything and and it's not as just face value um, as that. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with like this this album has a lot to do with like my mental illness and you know dealing with you know my just like constant barrage of just like internal dialogue and everything like that, um, you know, for better or worse. Um, but also, you know, having that kind of like interaction or, or influenced by, um, each other, you know, these other dimensions, these emotions and how we all kind of like exist simultaneously. Mm. I agree with that a lot because uh, I I feel the same way. I I there's little things that 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 uh, resonate with me that way as far as things existing in another place or at another time. Where I was going through, I was my daughter was was uh, sick and she was she was laying on the couch. And it was like a weekend, and I was on Facebook or something, and something came up. This was very recently. The the pictures that came back from Mars. Uh, it's like Mars 360, I think on Facebook and you Mm -hmm. go to it and you can show like 360 images from this Rover that's on Mars. Like we can actually sit and look at Mars and it looks like Arizona. It looks like a desert. It looks like, like, uh, exactly like that. And then there's one picture that's creepy as hell. And it literally shows almost a door into like a cave. Super fucking weird. And 
Yeah, if you up big time for that. Do, if you look at Mars 360 on Facebook okay. and you you go through the pictures, one of them will actually say like the door or something like that. And it literally okay. looks like a door to a cave, but like a rectangular door opening in yeah, the middle of nothing. It's crazy. That is so freaking cool. I know. I, I absolutely live for that. Like I'm, I, I feel like it's like, it's like a bummer sometimes too. Cause I'm just like always like, I've seen so many different, just like UFO, like documentaries or series and stuff like that where i'm just like damn it like if something pops up and i'm just like oh it's not from 2022 like i know i've already freaking seen this you know also yeah. watch it again or, or whatever <laughs> you know it's like same thing with like horror movies and stuff like that i'm just like constantly going through whatever streaming service i'm just like damn it, i've already seen this but like rewatch it if it was good or whatever but um no i absolutely live for like that kind of stuff i mean i don't know the fact that like like I remember like when we first got like the like that rover on Mars and everything like that. I remember like I think I was watching TV at my friend's apartment and everything. We were, like watching like the 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 news feed, like the live feed or something like that. We're like, yo, it's successfully landed. Like we're gonna have pictures soon. And I remember that was just like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I mean, granted, it does look ridiculously a lot like Arizona and sometimes like yeah. If you go to Page, Arizona, you're like driving through like Page, Arizona. It's like very like red rocks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I we like I I woke up because we did a night drive or something like that, and I woke up at like five in the morning and, and through the drive in, in Page, and I was like, oh my god, it literally looks like Mars, dude. But y- yeah. you say that and immediately takes me back to doing an all night drive. I was driving, I took the morning shift, like early morning when it was still dark, driving into Arizona, the sun hitting those rocks, everything's red, everyone's asleep, and I just sat there and took it in. It was, yeah. I remember that morning the rest of my life. It was so gorgeous. But yeah. the fact that you did the same thing, of course, how many people have driven in Arizona in the morning? Probably lots. But the <laughs> fact that we're talking now and we've had a similar experience, of course, you live there, but we've had a similar experience of driving in like after an all night drive, tired, boom, there it is. And it kind of revitalizes your whole body to where like that yeah. sleepiness goes away and you're like, well, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, it's wild. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you know what I'm talking about, too, because I mean, it, like, it, it, you know, especially just like late night, very tired, super like like surreal landscape it's just absolutely barren and everything for so much for just such a long stretch and everything like that it is it is jarring you know it's but it's like it's very cool though and i don't know it is it's it's something like you said it's like i I will never forget that exact moment of like waking up and seeing that it's it's so you know you can't forget it it's just one of those natural things it's so beautiful you just can't i mean have you guys done europe already no, we actually are going to the UK uh, for the very first time at the end of this month. Dude, very cool. If you get a chance to go through the Alps driving and you stop at some of these little coves and stuff in there, the fog rolling into it, it's one of the, the in the Swiss Alps, when you get over there, like it's unreal. It's one of the only things that rivals Alaska for me was for natural beauty was there. And oh my God. Like we're, we're hoping to do, we're hoping to do Europe next year mm-hmm. and I could not be more stoked. It's like, um, when I was in like junior high, I lived in England. My dad's job, like transferred our family over there. Um, and 
so and like in living over there you know like visiting some parts of europe and everything like that was a lot more accessible and everything um and uh i got to see so many like incredible things living in like the uk like um that we just often like really don't have here you know because those places are so much older than like than you know like our version of like america and everything you know like oh yeah these, these like ruins and like the architecture just like in the middle of nowhere and everything um it's i mean it's it's just absolutely gorgeous and um i finally got to go to iceland too in like 2016 i think it was and uh man, it was just so freaking gorgeous. I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed with trying to get, to get back there. Just to like, just take in that like landscape. It, it'll, it, that will silence you for hours on end. You know, it is, it is stunning. It's exactly why Bjork sounds the way she does and her music. The, the, uh, <laughs> that, yes. that country, of course she's from there, but like the, that, that she is the prime example of environment and, and output of art. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a volcanic eruption the iceland no, it, is a volcanic eruption that is constantly changing that's what's so yeah. crazy about it the i think it was really gets bigger yeah i mean i i remember like so i absolutely love bjork um and i remember like i think I'm, i think it was an interview and i'm paraphrasing this but like they were like how did you like learn to like sing the way that you do because it's like this crazy beautiful melodic thing but it almost sounds like he's this like like almost like shrill beautiful scream sometimes and you know she was just like when i was like a kid you know if there was like a volcano erupting i would just try to scream as loud as i possibly could to like match that volume or something Mm -hmm. and she was just having fun in the interview because i know that she like often does that but um yeah she does (laughs) yeah like i think she has a blast in interviews and everything because everyone's like oh my gosh you're so weird and she's probably just like not that weird but I'm going to go be extra weird for you, right? <laughs> a crazy person. Um, but yeah, I remember like reading that um, and I was like, dude, that is such an awesome origin story right now for Bjork. I hope this is true. <laughs> I love the people when they impersonate her on Saturday Night yeah. Live or whatever. My fingers oh are my <laughs> little houses and it just goes into this whole <laughs> thing. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah it's just uh yeah i dude that was that was great I, I, i'm like dude if someone studied bjork or like absolutely loves bjork to be able to do that impersonation that yeah, well like that's yeah. great Kristen wig dude she's amazing dude, and dude, so she's, good. she is the best i i love <laughs> she's she's incredible did you go in the the uh uh the blue lagoon over there no so i like uh i went with my dad and my brother um my like you know like my dad got like remarried when i was like a teenager and you know they have like uh like kind of like their new family and stuff like that which like i love them they're all still close and everything Um, but uh i think like you know it's my dad my stepmom and they have two daughters now so it's like my dad doesn't have like a lot of like you know, like guy bonding within like this, like immediately. <laughs> so he was just like, what if we took like a trip, just like me, you and your brother and everything like that. And um, so I was like, hell yeah. I was like, can we go to Iceland? And um, we basically did it. But, uh, you know, I had like a pen pal over there. Um, that was like, cause I was learning Icelandic for a little while. And I, I'm like shit now. Cause I didn't keep up with like my studies, but for like years I was learning it. And, um, I had like a pen pal over there that would like, kind of like 
correct me or like kind of teach me stuff. Like, um, and, uh, so we like, I, I didn't really know where to go, you know I mean? Like, a, you know, like Reykjavik is like kind of like the main, you know, hub there on the, on the islands and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had some recommendations from people that are like, you know, you can drive all the way up North to like Okriri and like you can drive all the way to like the East, but it was just like, we only had like a week or two there. So there's only so much we could kind of do. So really what we did was like my brother and I just like walked around in like the city for a day or two and you can cover pretty much the majority of the city but just like walking aimlessly um and then we for the rest of the trip we just rented a car and just drove we just kind of like drove around i wanted to kind of like in hindsight i kind of wish i did go to the blue lagoon because it does seem very cool but i kind of wanted to just like go off the beaten path so we mm-hmm. just we just drove until something looked really cool and my brother and i would just like hike off the road and just go as far as we could until it didn't seem like very safe anymore mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, was, it was my favorite part of the trip you know like I, we we climbed up to like the top of this like one waterfall and there was like this fence to keep like like you know like maybe like livestock or something like that in from the waterfall and we hopped over like for maybe a stupid idea i don't know but like we walked over and kept kind of like hiking and we just like happened upon like all these like sheep and wild horses and stuff like that and it was just so beautiful to just see these animals just like doing their thing in in my opinion one of like the most beautiful environments i've ever seen in my life you know like the the wild horses that we we came upon were so friendly like they came up to us and just like let us pet them like they clearly don't have any like major natural predators at least that i could tell out there so they had no reason to think that we were a threat and that was just such a cool thing interesting yeah, I, I 100% want to go back there. It is just, there's something there. Like, there's I, I, there's got to be something just in the water, the ecosystem that does that. Because, I mean, every band that I hear coming from Iceland is just so interesting sounding. I mean, like, another favorite band of mine is Sigoros. So, mm-hmm. like, another great example of just, you know, nature and environment kind of just inspiring the output, you know? Yeah. I'm a big believer in that, man. I really am. Yeah. And that's especially being from Alaska in the Northwest. Like there's just so much majestic stuff going on. And, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Ja- I mean, the jagged mountains of Alaska are really menacing and beautiful. And then the Northwest is covered in trees and, and, and lush forests and all that stuff. And of course, you know, like wolves in the throne room and, and all the, like the grunge oh, yeah. music and everything. Like it was just there. There's uh, all the like earth and, and, um, uh like just oh there's so much amazing music from here but um it's just a, it's something i really i really believe in and that's that's where iceland's so fascinating to me and um yeah it's just awesome like uh like what you guys are doing like you're just you're just painting this picture and people are just either on for the ride or they they hop on and start you know digging backwards and finding other music or um you know going down the rabbit hole and I love that about what you guys are doing. And, and I think you guys really are onto something very, very good. Uh, you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot, a lot more to come. Uh, but I think <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked. This has been, this is, this might've been the fastest hour I've ever has had it been on this hour? show. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fastest hour I've ever had on the show. Like, it literally felt like 15 minutes. Um, yeah, no kidding. Like I, double checking. I hadn't looked out. down at the at the record. I was looking at my 
my calendar that pops up here and i was like oh my god it's already been a fucking hour um but dude i i, I appreciate you you coming on the show and 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 chatting, yeah. man i this has been awesome i've been looking forward to this and and uh you know, go. I'm, I'm glad we went through Monica with it because um, when I saw she was doing your publicity for you guys, I was like, oh, sweet, because she's the best. And and uh, oh, she really is. Um, but yeah, seriously, it is absolutely my pleasure. I have thoroughly enjoyed getting to chat with you. So thank you so much for wanting to to talk, and thank you so much for all the kind words. I absolutely. It, still feels very uh surreal and i i'm just yeah very truly grateful for you man thank you dewey well, i'm honored man I, I appreciate it and uh yeah we'll do this again soon this is we'll, let's do it uh maybe maybe next time you come through town we'll do it in person yeah. you can pop in the studio or we can do it there or, or whatever i just yeah. i enjoy myself so uh yeah me too that'd be a blast yeah sign me up let's do it right on my friend well enjoy the rest of your evening and uh i'll be in touch when this is coming out and all that and and uh i'll try to get in touch with some people Awesome, dude. You're the best. Thank you so much for having me, man. It was a lovely to talk to you. And so I'm looking forward to doing it again. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Uh, have a good night. All right, man. Take See care. You. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Ryan Osterman from Holy Fawn. Check out their new record, Dimensional Bleed. It's incredible. It's a, it's a journey. Uh, it's one of those records you can put on and just get lost in. Uh, you can listen to it song by song. It's just the, the total package. So catch them if they're coming through on tour. Uh, just, I, I, you will not be disappointed. Uh, I had a great chat. I really, really enjoyed that one. Uh, and cheers to Ryan for coming on. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, speaking of appreciation, like I said in the intro, thank you for your support of episode 300 with Justin from tool. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen. It was a great episode as well as the best of peer pleasure. Volume one came out last Wednesday. Um, check that one out. You got a great response, but if you haven't heard it, definitely check it out. Go rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And again, I apologize for my voice. <clears throat> it is still coming back from that sickness. But I needed to get this episode out and I figured you guys would bear with me through this. I don't ever make these intros very long. So we'll get through it. But it sounds a little bit gross and weird. And I do apologize. Um, Anyways, thank you guys so much for coming back week after week. I love each and every one of you guys. I say it every week, and I mean it every week. Do something nice for somebody. Um, you know, take care of somebody. Handle someone. Handle someone's business. Whatever you got to do to make your impact in your community and uh, make this place a lot better. Here in Portland, we've got some crazy wildfires uh, in the area. Smoke in the air. I think that's why my voice is taking so long to heal. It's just there's literally orange skies right now. It's insane. Um, so definitely stay safe if you can help your neighbor do so. Um, but guys, I'm just really full of gratitude. It's awesome to be over the hump of episode 300. Uh, we're approaching next month, the six year anniversary of the show. And, uh, just thanks for being here, guys. Thank you for, for all your support and making this show what it is. All right. I'm going to get out of here as always. We'll see you on the radio.
Hello out there. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!